Welcome to Not Another Business Podcast. I'm your host, Zach Zachary, and I have here with me Mr. Paul George, the real PG. Yeah, the real PG. What's going on, man? How you doing? I'm well. I'm well. I'm keeping busy. Uh, a lot going on, so I'm just doing my thing. All right, How about you? all right. I'm doing well, thank you. I'm doing okay, you know, taking every day one at a time, you know, making the best of it, doing the best we can. Thank you. Thank you for joining me. Uh, thank you for joining the podcast. Really appreciate you taking the time out of your busy day to come on here and kicking it with us and, you know, tell us about your, you know, your day to day, what you do and who you are and everything. Yeah, no, absolutely. Thank you for having me. All right. So let's start off with, you know, give us a quick introduction. Who is who is the real PG? Uh, where are you from? You know, things of that nature. Yeah, sure. So like you said, uh, my name is Paul George. Some people call me Paul George's. I prefer um, Paul George. Uh, you know the Haitian, uh, the Haitian thing. Grew up, uh, grew up here in Cambridge. Uh, was born in Haiti. I um I came here when I was ten. Okay. Right. So I came here at ten. Um, grew up in Cambridge. Like I, I remember a life in Haiti, but it's like it's not. I don't I don't remember much. Um. I grew up in a countryside of Haiti too, so there's not there's not a lot going on. I'm I'm as country as you can get. Yeah, ten ten years old in Haiti is not is not very memorable. There's yeah. not much you're gonna remember from that point. What was life like? You know, uh, growing up as a young Haitian in Cambridge, as much as you can remember, of course. Uh, it wasn't that bad. I actually enjoyed it. I think um, I was, I would say I was privileged to have grown up, I've grown up in uh, in Cambridge. Um, I remember uh, like coming here and not speaking English. Um, I had cousins here. Um, I had a lot of family here. Uh, we, like in the summertime, there were camps that I went uh, and looking at it now, I was living a life of like, people with money when I didn't have money. Cambridge, throw, they throw a lot of money in their community, uh, especially the people who don't make as much money. Um, so like, it was it was actually a good time and I was actually pretty privileged to have um, raised, uh, been um, able to grow up there. All right, fast forward to now, what do you do? Uh, you know, talk about some of the things you did from then to now, like the steps you took to get to this point. So from then, uh, um, just kind of like grew up, growing up in Cambridge. Then I went off to college. I went to Salem State uh, College back then. It's now Salem State University. Um, then I started uh, started working. Uh, most of my working career uh, is in um, low housing. Um, sorry, low income housing. Um, I do a lot of work with the low income um, population. Um, during that time. Uh, that's when I, I linked up with Ace. Um, we used to participate in this league uh, in Dorchester, uh, off top of that crazy league. Yeah, a lot of fun, though. Um, mm -hmm. And after doing it for uh, that one year, it was actually a really uh, good time. We had so many players. Like, we initially, I didn't even want to play because, like, I haven't played soccer in a long time. I used to play in high school. I played my senior year in high school. Uh, I played mostly football and basketball, but, like, senior year, I'm like, you know what? Let me go play soccer. Uh, that's what did I you kind of, did, did you pick that up on your own, or did your Haitian parents uh, push you towards that? Uh, yeah, like, oh, soccer, no. that is. I mean, like, soccer. so, growing up in Haiti doesn't really matter how old you are. It's just the thing that you do. Okay. Um, it's 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 in our blood. Like all Haitians know, um, 
all boys play soccer. Now some girls play soccer, too, but all boys play soccer mm-hmm. here in Haiti. So when I came here, I played um, I played travel uh, soccer. I think I played um, in a, like a division um, 2A, which was like the, the best division that you can get when I came here. And then I stopped playing for a while. Uh, mm-hmm. Then when I got to high school, I started playing more. I, play, I played football um and i played more football and basketball i I didn't i I played like um those summer leagues um for soccer but i wasn't really playing much then Mm -hmm. um senior year in high school i'm like you know what let me just um try out for the team uh not having to play freshman sophomore junior year you can tell it's it's really difficult to to actually go in and make the team since we had like a a really good team at that time Mm -hmm. um my team i remember in high school we were third in the state um best team that you can get in a GPL. So went in there. Um like the positions that I play, I play all over the field. So I can play defense, uh a little bit of midfield, but I am naturally a goalkeeper. So okay. yeah. So I played goalkeeper in high school. Um then they, they said you're uh-huh. top five in that you're t- they said you're top five in Boston, man. <laughs> the top five I, I keeper. Was, I was really good. I remember being really good. So when we played um I remember one time going out to that Talbot uh, soccer league, and um, that's where um, I, you know, Ace was doing his thing. So I went there to watch, and I remember the game that he—it was bad. Like he, he got that's his team got murdered, and he looked at me like, "Yo, Paul, we need you. We need you on a goal." So I'm like, normally I don't play for free, uh, but um, you know what? I'll, I'll play for you guys. Then the team was so really at that good. time. Are you are you done with school and everything? And oh, yeah, yeah. So at that, that was kind of like a free on, agent. That was um, my college years. I didn't get. I didn't play soccer in college. I didn't see the point of playing soccer in college. Um, okay. I I wish I played now. Um, to now I understand. Like like it's there are different levels to 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 the game. For me, I thought if you're not gonna get a scholarship, why even bother? Mm-hmm. Um, so that was my mindset. Um, so I'm like, you know what, since I'm not being recorded, um, I'm not, I don't plan um, on actually playing uh, professional. So like, why, why go um, play college uh, ball? Because there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of commitment. Okay. So, yeah. So that was like in the summertime and I decided, you know what, let me just, uh, when I just played for Ace's team and then we had so many players at that time. So he's like, you know what, let's just do our own league. Let's just mm-hmm. do our own league. We just we had about like forty five players. Um, couldn't get everybody was fighting for playing time. And let's just go ahead and just do our thing and start our own league. And uh, that's how Demon Soccer League started. Okay. So at the time, um, you know, are you are you a part of that? You know, conversation and analyzing everything and saying, okay, here's what we can do and here's what we should do. Or are you just like, yeah, sure, count me in. Like, I'll bring a team or just let me know when it starts and then I'll come along. Um, so we had we had a very first meeting. We talked about, like, the league, what we wanted to do. Um, mm-hmm. I was more interested in bringing my own team or being part of a team. Uh, okay. I think, like, Ace just, like, recognized, like, uh, when I was running the team, when he was running his team in Dorchester, that I was actually one of the captains on the team. Um, mm-hmm. just like people kind of listen to me when I, when I, um, uh, when I talk. So he's like, okay, you can run your own team. I'll have my own team and we'll have the board. Um, that was like the first season that we ran, the, we ran the league. 
uh, it was it was crazy. It was more of like a bunch of friends getting together um, and playing, and it just got way too competitive. So did you? What, what what was if you could remember like what was going on in your mind at that point? Did you just kind of think of it as, ah, this is just you know, just for the summer, just something to pass the time, or what was going on in your mind if you could remember specifically? Yeah. So when when he brought it up, I was I was mostly like, okay, great. I I wanna I wanna um I wanna play. I wanna own my own team. Um, it's mm-hmm. always like soccer has always been a passion. We always played in the summertime anyways. Um, after high school, unless you're playing college or you're playing for um, or professional, um, there weren't that too many, there weren't too many um, like semi-pro or, or um, what you would what you call like, a, like fun uh, recreational leagues. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we see like the Spanish league, um, we played at indoor Chester. Um, that was fun, but that was a little too much for, for me. Um, so mm-hmm. when he brought, when he brought it up, I'm like, that's actually a great idea. We have the players, we have the field, we have the resources. Let's just bundle it up and let's get moving. So you guys do the first season. How did that first season go for your team at least? <laughs> The first the first season it didn't it didn't do well for my team because um we we had a great team so my team was called Black Line one of the original clubs of D one soccer mm-hmm. um we we started bad but as the season picked up we were one of the better teams in the league we had the best players in the league the the, the league itself was like even though it was made of a bunch of friends uh, we had like a couple of referees that came in. We were just still trying to figure things out. Like, I remember we lost in the um, in the semifinals, and we lost because of Ace, because he was refereeing that. He was the ref that that game. Mm-hmm. And we we were playing another team from um from Malden, I think, a Malden Palms, and mm-hmm. they were a good team too. So like in the regular season, we beat them one nothing. So we're playing them in the in the um in the semis. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of our guys, his name is Tavante. He he tackles a guy in the midfield. I'm talking about after dominating the whole game. He yeah. made a tackle, which to me was uh, a yellow card. But Ace came on, gave him a red card, and that was all. That was all she wrote for us. We just then we couldn't keep up, and we just lost the game. Okay. All right. So now, so, so that was that was how my season ended. The league itself. Um, like we had the players, um, some of the guys that we still see today, um, like Steve, uh, which is uh, one of the players that we growing up, we had a lot of like hopes for him because he had a lot of potential. Like we mm-hmm. saw real talent on certain teams and some of the young kids uh, and where they could go. So like yeah. the the season didn't end. The season ended. It was it was it ended successfully. Uh, we just saw the potential from there. Okay. So now you go from the first se- for the first season, you know, two thousand eight, and then you guys do another season, two thousand nine, and another one, and another one, and then mm-hmm. you hit two thousand twelve, which is like, I would say, or would you say, by far one of the biggest finals that you guys have had, yeah, in, in um, terms of people and co- media coverage and all of that. Yeah. So how did you guys was- approach that? That or at least that first big one? How did you guys approach that? Yeah. So. 
we started the league in Cambridge. Uh, we were using an open field at that time. Um, mm-hmm. Then we decided to move the league from Cambridge to Everett, which would be um, that closed space. Um, we got much more marketing. Um, we were able to uh, uh, raise money because we were charging people to come in. Yeah. Um, and then uh, we just got, uh, over the years, we just got a lot more organized. Um, we got better teams coming in. Uh, we have the, the league started picking up momentum where a lot of people, a lot of players actually, because for me, it's, it's not, so it's the players, the fans that makes the league and, and us and together to to kind of organize it. Um, but like, we just got quality players. Um, we had, uh, everybody knows uh, of the team, um, Boston United, who scouted all over the country and got like quality Haitian players to come in to play for their team. So that that created a huge buzz for us. Okay. Yeah, that, that 2012 finals, yeah, it was crazy. It was, it was, it was crazy. I still like here and there. Like I go back and like watch the videos from mm-hmm. from um, from the games. Um, Get a boost of, of inspiration. Players, yeah, some of the players and then just see how they have transitioned from being like young, agile. When I see them today, they're a little older, um, but they still play. They still play. They still do their thing, um, mm-hmm. and they support the league too. Like a lot of the players that a lot of our fans right now are older players I used to play. Okay. Yeah, I, I had a conversation with Ace and, you know, one of the main things that, that is fascinating is the fact that you guys have been around and doing this league for so long now that some of the original players have their kids now and, and, and yeah. you know, they bring some of them have their own kids playing in the league now. So yeah. It's like it's it's amazing how long the league has been around. And, and, you know, I don't think people really understand, like, what you guys have been doing in the community. Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, we're we talk about two thousand eight, and uh, we're now in two thousand. Uh, I mean, twenty twenty three. So that's that's a long time. Fifteen years. Yeah, that's yeah. a long time. Rocking, rocking and rolling, solid. That's yeah. that's dope. What's what's the goal at that point? Is this community base? We'll bring out people, whatever. Bring some teams. Doesn't matter. Haitian teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, let's just bring as many people we know, which is mostly Haitians right yeah or are you thinking like if we can bring some haitians some dominicans some brazilians some uh uh, africans salvador are you guys thinking that or even is the is the league that diverse at that point that we're talking about like 2012 2012 into kind of like the next season so what what's going on at that point as far as like the diversity i mean right off the bat when we first started um I mean, soccer is diverse, right? Uh, we we live in a diverse community, so like even when we started in two thousand eight, uh, we still had some, we still had a lot of fans or players that was from different areas, um, mm-hmm. for a different part of the country or from other other um, other countries. I would say, uh, so like two thousand nine, two thousand ten, we brought in different teams from different communities. So we had a Somalian team, uh, we had a Jamaican team. Um, and as we progress, uh, like we typically would only have like four or five Haitian teams. The rest of the teams are uh, at times Brazilian. Uh, we've had, um, of course, like the Somalian team, Jamaican team, um, uh, regular, I'll say regular American team, but like mm-hmm. American team. So we're, it's, a, it's a huge diverse thing that we, that right off the bat, uh, that started for us. Okay. To th- from 2012 now, you know that season's done. What 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 happens from there until now? 
or until on so, to 2020 before we're doing the because yeah. we guys return on for the pandemic the, is it 2020 or 2021 yeah 2020 walk me through that 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 timeline sure so um so the year the so the the season of the 2013 uh, we ran into some hiccups um mm-hmm. at that time we were trying to do we were we were trying to do something different so we were at um the stadium in Everett, uh, we decided to hop stadium. So we'll do like a game in Everett, a game in Malden, because we're trying to like uh, bring the league to the next level. And from mm-hmm. then, uh, things just started getting more complicated for us. Uh, we we ran into some issues in the field in Malden. Um, the city wasn't happy with the amount of noise that we we're making. Uh, we had some of the fans that was causing a lot of issues. Uh, one specific issue that I remember, we had fans that came out from Boston, and they. They were acting out. Uh, they act out to this guy. I mean, if you were to see this guy, you can tell like he's he's police. Like, so the guys act up against, uh, act up on this dude. They were just acting a fool. Find out this dude is chief of police. So at this point, is it is it basically getting tougher? All are they actually like being a little tough around the edges now, trying to make sure like nobody's using these fields? Because I think Everett, for example, did this whole thing where they where the school was they moved it somewhere else and then they built the field and it's like malden had this whole thing where it's like where school was it became a, a field and where the field was it became a school something crazy no. like that there yeah. was like a bunch of renovations going on and they were building spending money in these parks and making sure these things are nice and presentable and, and investing in the sport so is that basically what's going on at that point um no, it it was more like like we were we were in Malden and then Everett. Um, I think as we pick up and more fans started coming, um, we couldn't control the crowd the same way that we were able to. Um, mm-hmm. We weren't that connected in the cities. Um, the neighbors were complaining. Um, the the neighbors next to the field were complaining. Uh, they we didn't have. Um, we didn't know what we know now, basically. Uh, so mm-hmm. we kind of got pushed out. And okay. from then on, we just kind of got discouraged and that, from that season. And um, then next summer went by, well, we, didn't, we didn't have the league. Uh, there were a lot of fans, a lot of players were asking for it, but we just, it, just kind of lost motivation. Okay, and this is in yeah. 2013? Yeah, so 2013, the season's going to, uh, that was the issue with uh, 2013. Then 2014, 15 went by. Um, uh, we just didn't, we weren't motivated to put the, uh, put the lead back up. Okay. Yeah, the, the fans were asking for, asking for it. Uh, a lot of the players were asking for it. Um, and then in 2020, uh, it, all of a sudden, Ace called me like, yo, Paul, we got uh, a lot of people asking for the lead. Let's go, this is a great time. We'll put the lead together. I'm like, uh, I don't know. It's 2020, mm-hmm. COVID. Um, yeah, you're like, uh, we're supposed to be at home yeah, and quarantine exactly. and everything. Yeah, yeah it's, it's COVID. I got a quarantine. I ain't trying to get sick. Um, and I have a lot going on with work. Uh, I don't know. And, um, and I ended up agreeing, uh, let's go ahead and push the league again. Uh, 2020 was a pretty good season. Um, it, the the finals um like 
her always the final don't disappoint. Like I always tell everybody, mm-hmm. like if you miss anything with D1 Soccer League, you don't want to miss the playoffs and definitely you can't miss the finals because that's that that normally is our big banger. Okay. How is the how is the community supporting you guys at this point? Uh when we uh came For back twenty twenty, yeah, when we, when you guys came um, back. Yeah, we we did pretty well, I would say. Um at that time uh, we were still getting about like a hundred um, fans like per game. Um, a lot of them, a lot of them were like players uh, that went to see, that came to see their friends, uh, their friends play. Um, mm-hmm. Normally, it, it's the playoffs. Uh, I I felt like most of the people that that came to the game, they they were very supportive of it. Um, the players were very happy to bring the the league back. Um, it was it was. Definitely a, a breath of fresh air to see how many people uh, were excited that the league was back uh, and participating. Yeah, I think at the time too, you guys had a, a you know something important that you were offering to people, which was you know uh, interaction with other people because all yeah. of us were just home doing nothing or going to work, coming right back home. Everybody's scared to be outside. Everybody was you know just staying away from everyone and then you know it had been months at that point too had been months mm-hmm. of dealing with the same thing so when you guys offer that i was like shoot, shoot i don't i don't care if i'm gonna risk my <laughs> my health I'm, I'm about to go there right now go play with the guys you know and it, it, that's how that that whole thing came about you know and yeah that's a good thing no yeah def- definitely like a lot of the guys a lot of players they brought their families to the field um they they were happy that we came back, um, and we saw that in twenty twenty one and twenty twenty two. Okay, all right. Um, so talk so you've talked about some of the losses, I would say, right? Uh, which is the the fields, um, you know, stopping mm-hmm. in twenty thirteen. So you know, if there are any more losses that other people wouldn't believe that happened, like you know, even the behind the scene or in the league in general. So, and you know, overall, t- talk about some of the wins and some of the losses that you guys have had to deal with. Are you talking about like uh, when we stopped in twenty? Um, it could and- be a, it could be a variety of between when you guys started and now, or it could be between when you guys started out again in twenty twenty mm-hmm. to now. So, just talk about some major yeah. wins and major losses. Yeah, sure. So, one of the things that I like. We lost a lot of the teams, the uh, original teams that participated in the league. Uh, you see these guys around; they got they're a little bigger, uh, they're, they're a little older. Um, we picked up a bunch of new kids. Um, they even mm-hmm. me now. Um, I play all the time, and I play with some of the uh, kids that play in the league. I can't keep up because they're they're the, the new fresh fresh legs, uh, fresh twenty twos coming up. Um, yeah. you just can't keep up. So we, we lost a lot of like the veteran players, um, but we gained so much more in some of the youth. Okay. And some of the, so what's, what, what are some of the things that, you know, you would say you're proud of what you guys have achieved in, in, you know, in the last few years with the league? Yeah. Um, so Every year when the season ends, um, after the finals, um, it's a proud moment, uh, especially the finals. Um, when you go in the finals and we're doing the national anthem, uh, we normally do the Haitian national anthem. Um, 
the uh, American national anthem. And if uh, a team from another, um, from their background will do their national anthem as well. Um, so like mm-hmm. that whole process, when you see all the fans coming in, um, some of the players who lost in the season, they, they come in to watch um, that, that whole feeling of the finals is just like, like mission accomplished. Like the season's over. Um, we're proud of the teams that participated, the players who, who made it happen, the coaches, like when it all comes together in the finals and like you get that proud moment, it feels, it smells like finals. It's a, it's a crazy mm-hmm. feeling. Um, so like at that moment, it's, it's like I said, it's mission accomplished. Um, we did it. It's like we've, 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 we've um, survived a, a long, a long summer because the summer's a long in that league. Yeah, it's like it. It's weird, like being running the league and going to a game is totally different. Because, mm-hmm. uh, like for me, going to a game is going to work. I'm not going to a game. I'm going to work. I'm there early. I'm, yeah. I'm first ones in, the last ones to leave after cleaning up, um, mm-hmm. and having to be there uh, from like the beginning of the season where it's not that hot to like the middle of July, where sometimes you, you get like a 190 degree temperature um, and being there for five to six hours every Saturday or Sunday stuff. Yeah. Speaking of working, so how, when, when was it that Ace was like, I don't know, man, I don't care how you feel about this, but you're going to be the host and here's the mic and do your thing. Uh, when, um, <laughs> I don't... when did that happen and how, how did that come about? I actually, I don't know. Actually, to tell you the truth, I think it happened. Maybe. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm, I like being the guy in the background. Um, but like, give me a mic, and I like talking. I, apparently, I just do. So, I just one day, I mean, you know what? Let me just get on the mic. Um, and um, and like make announcements. Um, our major sponsors, um, people who are important to the league. I like to shout them out. And from then on, I just picked up from there. Um, you know, like when you first starting, you get a little, you're, you're not that great at it. You're a little rusty or I don't say rusty. You're, you're an amateur. You, you just sound timid. And then as you progress, you realize like, whoa, this, it, you, you hear yourself. And um, I started watching more of like English Premier League or Spanish League and trying to like emulate, see how they talk or listen to talk mm-hmm. radio podcasts. You pick up um you pick up a lot of the skills and how to like uh, get on the mic and keep things um, exciting and fresh. Yeah. No, definitely. And, and, you know, you do a good job at that uh, announcing everything. It's, it's a little bit different than, than, you know, the t- typical uh, uh, Haitian Tisuit or Haitian like <laughs> leagues and how they do these things. And it's like, it's, it's about continuously repeating what's going on in the game. But yeah. Your approach is a little different because you're, you're, you know, talk. You're following the game, and you're giving you know shout out to the to the sponsors and all the people that are important to the league and everything. But that approach is very very key to to the mm-hmm. experience for uh, uh for D one soccer league when people go there. Yeah, um, and it's funny too. Like the first year that I I I think I started in like you know, 2001, and some of the I'm sorry 2021. Uh, some of the players um. They'll give me a hard time. They're like, hey, Paul, like, why you sound so boring on the microphone? Um, and we'll get like pressure from the neighbors. So you really can't just sit on the microphone and explain everything that's going on all the time because like, if you make yeah. so much noise, like we the field is a little further away from all the apartments, but somehow we're still getting phone calls and complaints. So he's gotta know like when to talk, 
um, and how how vocal you want to be because the neighbors get annoyed. So being on the mic, even though you want to like explain everything and um, and sound very animated like everyone else, like you see on TV, um, especially uh, when you watch Telemundo and you hear this guy going a thousand words a minute, oh you want to sound God. like them, but that he'll get kicked out real quick. Yeah. So with this last season, uh, what were some of your favorite moments outside of you know the the, the finals, of course, because I know that was an experience. <laughs> yeah, no, that that was good. That was good. Um, so there are a few teams that I that I I like. We know when they're about to face each other, uh, we get excited about it. Uh, so I play um, pick up with these guys as well. So in the middle of the week, I'll go out and see how they feel about the game coming up. And you can feel the tension, like guys who are real close friends start like talking, talking the smack uh, at each other. So mm -hmm. you can see the tension building up between them and I'll just start recording or just like, how do you feel about this guy, about what he said. Um, so like there are a few games in the middle of the season I just couldn't wait to watch. So like, even though, um, I'm working and I'm not enjoying the game like everyone else. Uh, but you can, I, I like being able to like watch each every action and see how, um, how like the, the different team with different friends, um, communicate or go against each other during the games. Yeah. No, it can, it, it can get really competitive. You know, the, the, the UN soccer league is, is crazy like that. You know, <laughs> you better come correct. You better come prepared. You know, this ain't no mom and pops, like, you know, put a couple of teams together and let's run it. You know what I mean? This is, like, serious. This is solid, you know, players all around, solid situations going on, and there's, there's tension between teams and everything. Mm -hmm. Like, you, it, it's it's real because everybody's trying to win. You know what I mean? Like, if you come in just thinking, like, ah, you know, whatever, like, it's just for fun, like, it ain't gonna, you're going to end up losing, like, 27 to 0. Because the other team is not gonna, it's not gonna hold back. Whatever team you face. So there, there was, I, I also like watching Ace's team. Um, because whenever his team plays, I just like seeing the stress that this guy goes through. Um, is it, which, what team is that? Um, uh, G City. Okay. <laughs> so Ace will tell you. What is so it? Ace will what, tell you that I don't. Our, what's our problem with GCD, man? I, 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 we I gotta. We might have to I have a whole section section about GCD and how GCD came about, and you know the the rise of GCD and rise. the fall because I don't know how high GCD has ever gotten, <laughs> and you know for it to I mean, be at this point. <laughs> let's just let's just say this: in order for you to fall, you must you must have been up somewhere. So GCD never <laughs> fell from nowhere. <laughs> I, so, I, I, I knew, I knew something like that was coming. I knew something like that was coming. So the it's not my issue with G City. So Ace will tell you, um, I'm a fan of the game. Yeah, I don't really have a team that I follow, even watching professional. And if I do, I I don't tell people about it because I I don't I'm I'm a sore loser in a way. So I just can't stand there and watch my team lose and just like then like have uh, people antagonize me about my team losing. So like yeah. he'll ask me, Paul, what team do you do you follow in the World Cup? I'm like, uh, I don't know, whichever team wins. Um, but I have my team. <laughs> so 
<laughs> I, I, I remember not this World Cup, the last World Cup. Um, what was it like? Uh, it, yeah, I think it was like 2019. Oh, 2018. Um, which one was uh, the the World Cup? Um, yeah, 2018. Because the 2018. last one was in 2022. That was last year. Yeah. So, uh, so I remember 2018. Um, like, he's a huge Argentina fan, and uh, he's about to go. There was a I forgot which game it was, but it was a huge game, and um, I was at work, so I'm like, you know what? I'm leaving work early. I call Ace. Like, yeah, what are you watching the game? Like, yeah, I'm not working today. I'm watching the game at home. Like, great. So I call him up. I'm like, I'm on, I'm on my way to your house. He's like, what? I'm like, yeah, and I'm bringing pizza. So I, wo- I walked in there, bring a whole box of pizza with some wings, and I'm sitting there watching the game. But I'm not watching the game. I'm watching him. And, <laughs> and I'm just like recording him as the team. His team's getting an ass whooping, and his pizza's right there. He can't eat it. He can't eat it. No, that, that's what I enjoy. <laughs> so when you put that and you put G-City together, when G City's playing, I get excited. I'm like, you know what? I gotta be there because I gotta support my boy Ace. It's gotta, he's gonna be going to it. <laughs> G City is, is is gonna go up, man. G City is gonna go up. You know, it's it's gonna it'll happen. It'll happen. I I yeah. I think. Oh, we'll see. I you never you never say never. Um, the team G City did better this year than the previous year, so. Uh, they, even though they lost a bunch of games, um, they still won the same amount of games that they they won the year before. But they looked a lot more organized, and I and I saw a lot of potential. Um, they they didn't lose as bad as they used to lose before, and the teams coming together. They're a lot better. The teams a lot more organized. They have um, I can see they have uh, better uh, quality players um, in the midfield. They take care of the ball. They are not kicking the ball forward and getting attacked twenty four seven. So the, they a lot of improvements. Um, so yeah. on the rise, I maybe, uh, but um, we'll see. Twenty twenty four season's coming up, and uh, A seems pretty optimistic about that team. Um, I'm, I'm one of those people who um, seeing is believing. So mm-hmm. if I don't see it, I don't believe it. Yeah, the, he definitely seems like he he's capable uh, of doing a lot of the work that needs to be done. Uh, you know, as long as he can continue to manage the the you know running the league as well as running a team and keeping everything together, I think he can. Because because I think with GCD, one of the main things that GCD needs is consistency. There's never been enough consistency in GCD for it to really achieve anything. Yeah, you know, consistency and from the staff, consistency in the players, um, you know, consi- consistency in the organization of it in general. Uh, you know, once, because from the few, from the times that I've been around and being a part of G-City and seeing G-City at a distance, it's always one major thing that is lacking, which it's consistency. Yeah. Whether it's in practice, you go to training, and then it's like, today there's 15 players, tomorrow there's two. Yeah. The next day there's ten. You know, two days later there's there's like five or there's nobody. And then on game day you get twenty five players. <laughs> and it's like I I don't even know who you are. You're coming in talking about you used to play for the team in, you know, two thousand nine. Like I don't know who you are. Like I if you used to play for this team in two thousand nine, what are you doing on this field? <laughs> like I respectfully. Know. 
please just go somewhere because it ain't the same. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, it ain't, you're not just going to sit here and think you're about to hold on with, you're about to keep up with these young 18-year-olds that are just run circles around. You know what I mean? And it's, it's insane. No, I, I absolutely agree with you. I think, um, I mean, I, I, I like where, where the team's headed. Uh, if I would reshape the team in a different way, if you would ask me if I was a coach, um, I would uh, change some of the tactics. I think the tactic that you guys try to play, you don't have the players to play it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's just my opinion. I'm just watching, yeah. uh, being up there and watching each and every game, you get, you get a sense of it. Like you can, I can tell when a team's about to score. I can tell when a team's about to break. Um, I can like, I can literally call. I can tell you what the. It, I'm normally correct when I call out a game and say, okay, this team's gonna win by how many goals? Yeah. So yeah. G City. I don't know. Well, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. What is the, what is, uh, if you had to name the top five players to ever played in the league, who would be a number one? That, that's a hard question because there are different players that I like in different positions. Um, However you want to put it. So it could on be... defense, we had Ville, we had um, Veli, Veli, who is another defender. I, I always struggle to pronounce his name. Um, who I don't um, know who Ville is. Yeah. Um, I don't know who Ville is. And then Verley. Yeah, I know Verley. That's my, yeah. that's my twin. <laughs> that's your twin. You're just as good as he is? <laughs> yes. No, that's my that's my twin. Like everywhere we go, we're like, yo, y'all related? We're like, and then we oh, just yeah. started saying, that's Yeah, funny. that's my twin brother. Yeah. So he he I think he played for the original G City back in the days too. Um, yeah, yeah I think he did. Yeah. He he I've was heard. he was a lot more agile then and he was faster. Now he's just he's he's a like he's quick. Um he he, he put on some weight, a little bigger. Um, but like back then he was he was definitely like that guy. Uh, yeah. So like he's one of my favorite defenders. Um, we got um, we got Dez. Um, who do we have? Um, but I would say, yeah, those three. I'm definitely gonna be did missing. You, did a you lot put of Steve players. in your top five too? Steve, um, as in mm-hmm. terms of like, but Steve is a midfielder. Like Steve back in the days, well, yeah, definitely. Definitely one of okay. the better players that played in D1 soccer league. Steve was we call him Maestro back in the days. He's not maestro now. Um, I I don't think I think he <laughs> still thinks he's as good as he used to be. He's not, uh, but like, and for me, he's one of the most. Uh, he's a disappointing player because when when I saw him play, he was around like sixteen, seventeen when he started with a D one soccer league. Mm-hmm. Uh, we all thought that he was gonna go out play college or possibly even go to the next level because we just recognize his ability to play the ball. But it's not just like his touches and what he's able to do the, with the ball, but he had like a vision of a um his his vision was way um beyond his um his years. Like he was only 17 and he mm-hmm. played a lot older. His skills was there, but he had a great vision of the field. Disappointing. But yeah. in terms of D1 Soccer League, yeah, definitely one of our better players. Um growing up. Okay. Um, any any new players nowadays? Are you, are, God, are you, I think you still got one more player. Yeah, we so forward wise, um, forward wise, there's a bunch of players that I like. Um, I like uh, uh, Kareem. Um, so Kareem, he um, he plays for Pena. 
Uh, he's one one of the favorite players that I watch. I like watching him play. Like he, he's one of the guys that he will do. He will he will do a, he will do something, and you would scratch your head. I'm like, is this guy at our level or is he at the next level? It's like you can see like like spots of him um, looking very much like a professional level. Um, mm-hmm. So like I can see like some of the passes. I'm like, oh whoa, like. I didn't see what that could like. He definitely looked like a professional player at times, and at times yeah. he just comes back to regular. Um, being where we are, so, so it's him. Um, he's like, he's like, he's like, ah, I got to chill. I got to chill. They ain't ready for all this, you know. I got to chill. They go, they gonna kick me out this league. Talking about you I know, right? <laughs> um, so who else do I like as a forward? I like Gimsley. Um, he he used to play for uh, Malden Palms back in the days when he was young. He was another player that was very uh, impressive. Um, now he's he's, a, he's, a, he's in uh, suspense now, right? He got yeah, hurt too this season. Yeah, but he's, he's him in suspense and him back in the days too different. Gimsley back in the days he he looked like um, like a legit striker. Yeah. Now he's 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 okay. Didn't he have the most goals last season? Um, he was no, at least no. number he, two or three. He had most goals um, back in I think 2011. Okay, okay. He's definitely a great player. Yeah, I think that's that's a that's a solid top five, six ish. Yeah, it's and I'm and I'm very I, I'm pretty sure a lot of players are like. Um, I don't know. I don't know if Ace is not gonna be offended because you know Ace might 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 think that he's in your top five. You know? Ace, As, yeah. <laughs> um, may, maybe, maybe <laughs> top five security guard. I don't know. <laughs> nah, I'll t- I'll tell him that. I'll tell him that. Um, yeah, def- definitely. Um, I'm I'm just trying to trying to think. Top five players. Man, I, I wish I had time to to, to, to think this through. Uh, okay. You know what? Next, next time we talk about it, um, I'll have you a legit top five. All right, for sure. Sure. All right. And uh, there's also something that, you, you know, you haven't mentioned. And, you know, it's one of the things that make this league so, so, so great and so inspiring. And that is the fact that you guys have had players play in the league and move to the next step, whether that mm-hmm. is even playing in their college. And um, have you guys have any anyone that actually played in the league and then ended up making it, you know, somewhere professional. further than even a yeah. professional? Yeah, we we've had a couple. Um, so um, Zachary, um, um, Pedro's uh, son, he played in our league. Um, he ended up playing for the New England Revolution. Um, okay. So we were very proud of him. Um, who else did we have? Um, Destin's brother, I forgot his name. Um, he played one game for our league. Uh, he played okay. for the Haitian national team as well. Um, he also plays out in Turkey, I think, um, mm-hmm. which is it's very good for him. Um, who else have we had? Uh, we've had players that used to play for the Reds played for us, um, but we we also have had a lot of like like players that went out and played college ball. 
mm-hmm. uh, whether it's like division um three two um i don't i don't recall too many division one players though yeah i know with with the with that too there's a lot of there's a lot of teams that run into that issue because a lot of the players end up playing for their colleges and you know in the middle of the season or right before playoffs they end up having to transition over to to their college and mm-hmm. you know training everything um you know hopefully and sometimes like that can be a little bit annoying too because you got players that are just like yeah i can't make this really important game and whatnot yeah but regardless yeah. it's still still a good thing that they're you know blessing us with with their presence so that that itself is one thing that we, we like it's good and bad in one way in a, in a way excuse me so we have players who, in the middle of the season, they have to go off to play for college. Um, but at the same time, their 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 games are they're staying in shape, they're developing, they're they are learning from their peers. Um, mm-hmm. And by the time they get to school, they're already in tip top shape. Um, some of the players and can't they- play for early because they're they're committed to uh, the like a Division One and they can't play. Um, yeah. But one thing that I, I, I inspire to do for the league is just getting younger players that play for high school that may may have not gotten to the next level because some players develop much later and mm-hmm. having and hoping that when they play for the league, um, their games can evolve and mm-hmm. their play can evolve in a way that they can get recruited. Um, we're, we're trying really hard uh, next season to bring in um, – College coaches, uh, local college coaches from from um, Bunker Hill uh, to uh, maybe as far as like Harvard, which plays Division One, or um, mm-hmm. uh, UMass um, Dartmouth that plays Division One um, NCAA. So we're we're reaching out. We're trying to do an outreach program with within within the league to develop players to get them to the next level. Okay. Yeah, I was gonna uh, you know point that out too. Uh, hopefully, at some point that that can actually happen because I feel like D one soccer league at this point is definitely a league just like you know anything else. You know what I mean? Like you got these students that get out of high school or go to college or get out of college and say, you know, I played this season, this season. You know, we our team ended you know, so like with this record and I think with D one soccer league it needs to be it needs to have that same power as well. To a point mm-hmm. where like you said, you could literally do an outreach and have coaches come in and scout and recruit players. You know what I mean? Because at that point you got you got players that you probably have seen their their name somewhere and they they probably applied for your for the school that you're coaching and then you didn't you weren't gonna you're gonna you are going to pass over them. Yeah. But then you see them in real life, and you're like, okay, you know what? Maybe I can give them a chance. Especially in in our community, you got Haitians that are coming in here at 17, 18, mm-hmm. and they don't really have that backstory of like they played freshman and sophomore and they played junior year and there's the record. So that'll give them a chance to see. Oh, okay, okay. He is actually good. You know, like, all right, cool. You know what? Let's get him in there and let's get him for practice. So speaking of that too, what are some things that you, you know, what can people look forward to to this next season? Um, 
I can't make any uh, any guarantees, but um, I think the 2024 season is going to be the best season yet. Um, we we've already started working. Um, after the season ended, we took a couple of months off, and the work continued. So we we are we're we're looking to be a lot more organized and organizing the players, um, organizing uh, the, the game itself, so better organization around. Um, player registration, team registration, um, to make okay. sure that uh, each player's um each player is uh is fully registered and um we have um stats for each player. So we wanna go to a platform where if you come in and you played thirty minutes, um we we can recollect that and we can provide that information to someone who's who wants to know about it. Mm-hmm. So uh, so that's that. Uh we we're we're looking for different partnerships around our community um, to promote the league and also to promote their business. So that comes in. Um, we we even though we call them sponsorship, but we rather call them partnership because it's a it's a give and take uh, situation yeah. that we're trying to put together for whatever business that want to work with us. So it's that um, we that whole thing about having college recruiters come out. We do have we have had recruiters come out to our league um, last year. We had pretty. We were pretty decent in having um, um, like two major recruiters. One one guy from um, actually from Europe, um, Ireland. He owns a team out there, and he he noticed two players that play from our league. Like we want to be able to get to a place where we set this great atmosphere for the players to play, um, and the ones who stand out have an opportunity to play elsewhere. So mm-hmm. it's it's those two things that we're trying to put together. Um, in addition, we recognize that uh, the league itself is it's it's for the fans. Um, so we're trying to package more uh, entertainment throughout the throughout the season. Uh, mm-hmm. We we tried last year to bring one. Uh, we did bring last year one major artist, Casman um, Kula. Good uh, big things for him and why he was able to do uh, for us um, DC and performing for our finals. This mm-hmm. year, we want to do that throughout the season. Uh, we're going to bring not just Haitian artists. Uh, we're working on bringing um, artists in different backgrounds as well. Uh, maybe a, a, a Brazilian DJ, um, mm-hmm. uh, a Jamaican artist. Like we, we're working hard trying to package that together for the 2024 season. Yeah, and one things that one one of the things I've talked with Ace about too is you know don't for you guys to not forget that you also have talent within the league as well. I mean, you have some of these uh, players are actually, you know, artists by day, and then I know, you know they playing soccer as as a pastime, and then you also have a lot of artists in general that are true fan and actual players, mm-hmm. uh, 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 you know, soccer players, like they're actual soccer players. So definitely a, a, a lot of opportunities, a lot of ways that you can connect these two together. Yeah, yeah, the, it's. The entertainment aspect of the league is going to be mind blowing this season, and we're just crossing our fingers that we get good weather, good warm weather. Uh, we don't get too many rain um, in the beginning or throughout yeah. the season. Last uh, season but, was crazy with the yeah, rain. <laughs> exactly. You win some, you lose some. You know what I mean? It, it is what it is. If we're able to get good weather, I can almost promise you the 2024 season is going to be our biggest season by far 
And that's the way it should be. You know what I mean? Like it's every single year it should be bigger and better than the last year. You mm-hmm. know, and you gotta stamp that. And I believe in you guys too. I know for a fact that you guys will be able to 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 make a lot of those things happen and continue to provide for the community because yeah. pe- I don't know if people are actually realizing or really understanding what you guys are doing. To be able to do such a thing and and not only bring together the Haitian community, but you're bringing together the the Brazilian community. You mm-hmm. bring them together. Like you go to the, the literally these last couple, this last last two years, three years at this point. Mm-hmm. Literally every single finals is Haitians versus Brazilians. Yeah, Brazilians. I know. So you got the you got a, a a stadium packed with Brazilians and Haitians, yeah. and to see that that like the way you guys are able to bring these people together. And obviously there's more than, you know, Haitians and Jamaica uh, and Brazilians in the, yeah, in the yeah. crowd. It's like, everyone is there. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's, it's amazing. And it's, it's astonishing to be able to do such a thing. And that's such a high level, you know what I mean? Because you guys are, are, are not old. Like you guys are younger and like youngish. Uh, <laughs> obviously you guys are not in twenties, <laughs> but at this level to be doing such a thing and at this, at such a high level it's it's amazing man i really really admire you guys for doing the, these kind of work for the community and i hope that you guys continue to keep pushing i'll continue to support you guys and continue to offer whatever i can to see this league become something where hell it could be you got the you got the d1 soccer league summer you got the d1 soccer league winter you got the d1 yeah. soccer league you know, fall season, like it could yeah. be, it, it, I want to see it develop and grow even bigger than it is currently and continue to grow bigger to a point where, you know, teams are traveling from, shoot, Europe to come play. <laughs> That'd be you know what I mean? Like, but wherever they want to come from is like, come out here, sign up, or, or, you know, it could be a friendly. You know what I mean? Like something like that. Like I want to see all of it happen. Yeah. No, definitely. We're we're all in this year uh, with the league. Um, I think at times we get timid and we we don't invest as much as we we should. Um, mm-hmm. But I think we're at a place where we we see the full potential and where it can go. Uh, yeah. So believing now again, we're able to take a little bit more risk. Okay. I'm happy to hear that. And if they were, if if you had to pick one professional player, currently it could and you I I know without revealing who your favorite team is, it could be someone from your favorite team. <laughs> uh, if you had to pick one professional player to play in the league, and a team in D1 Soccer League to play for that professional player to play in, which player would it be, and which team would it be? I mean that's easy. Yeah, my favorite player right now is um Kylian Mbappe. Um, okay. No, I'm not a PSG fan. I can't stand PSG. Um, <laughs> I do. <laughs> but it's my favorite player right now is Mbappe. Mbappe is crazy, and um I would I would have Mbappe play for um actually for any team really. It doesn't really matter. You take Mbappe <laughs> put on any team. It's it's it's, it's you think, a wrap. You think Mbappe could 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 get G City uh uh a D one soccer league championship? Easy. By himself? By himself. Like you take <laughs> take the rest 
of um, whatever you guys have. I don't want. I don't want to use any um, words to put your team down. And put Mbappe in that team, um, especially last year too. G City did pretty well uh, in terms of like, the the the, the buildup. They just couldn't have any. They didn't have any scores. But you take Mbappe, it's just he is. Oh my goodness, the speed, the talent, the left foot, the right foot. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That, that, that's a good. One. That's a good one. Mbappe in the D one soccer league would be crazy. I mean, that's who, another thing I would. I didn't ask you who's your favorite player. I've been noticing. I'm just curious. Um, I don't actually. I don't follow soccer that much, and I've seen in the last World Cup. I've seen what Mbappe was able to do, and he definitely is a, you know, top three. So I would say, you know, probably very basic Mbappe, Cristiano, and then uh, Messi would be my top three. Oh, Messi. Yeah. Yeah. And no, I... no, no specific orders. Oh. <laughs> I don't want to deal I, with the whole why is India on top of him? Like it doesn't matter. Like, <laughs> this is my top three, and then that's it. I, I don't follow the 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 game that much. Like I don't, or I should say, I don't follow them that much to know. Okay, I would pick him over this one, and this is why. Like I can't really go into full deep debate about that. Okay, but I saw those three guys and 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 last well last year in the World Cup, and it was. Amazing man. It, it's yeah. like it's like it's like watch like especially when one of the crazy things now is like especially last year, looking at uh looking at what what Messi was doing throughout the season and how we ended up winning the chip being like most would agree his last World Cup yeah. ever, right? He he might go full LeBron on us, you know what I mean. He might go full Tom Brady, and then in four years, he's back in there, you know what I mean. But in soccer, usually, it's probably not yeah. gonna happen. Yeah, it's not gonna. And happen. then it was between him and Cristiano Ronaldo, because he also is in his. Oh, he was playing his yeah, last walk. Yeah, I mean Portugal and him, and they they had a whole situation going on that kind of screw that all up or maybe he did maybe they they screwed him up or whatever that is and then even neymar yeah neymar I mean, also had that was basically his last World Cup. but uh, i always get the vibe was like of neymar always come off as like a full disappointment it's like it's like you you, you look at him and you like this is the guy and then then you're like yeah i guess he was yeah. kind of the guy like I, he can I do so much more. I think I always thought Neymar was overrated. Oh, that's just my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, he he's, he was never that guy for me. Um, like people always about like the best Brazilian players. No, like like he's not even like close. Yeah, like, to me, even though he scored Definitely more goals best for Brazil, Brazilian players probably yeah. not. Definitely not. No, he's he scored more goals for Brazil than any other players in, in terms of like um. Like for the international team, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. He's not. Yeah, it. definitely not. Uh, uh, actually, what what are your thoughts on what they are doing currently, which is going to going for the billion dollars contract? What do you mean? So, as in what Neymar and uh, Cristiano Ronaldo has done, you know, they go to Saudi Arabia and. Uh-huh. I say billion dollars because it's like yeah, yeah. it's damn near close. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? But it's like, it's not a billion, but it's damn near cooks. So what are your um, thoughts on that? Because I know they that caused a lot of controversy because people are like, you know, they're going to play over there where they know it's not, uh, 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 there's no competition or whatever, or <laughs> they're going over there because they, they're getting so much money and people are damn near looking at other people like, would you give, would you, would you walk away from $700 million? Okay, I thought so. And so with those guys, and even with Messi, like, what are your thoughts on, on how that this whole situation is happening? Well, which one do you even respect yeah. the most? I mean, for Messi and Cristiano, I think, I think they're doing the right thing. They're, they're taking care of their family. They're making as much money as possible on the, like, their latter years of their careers. Like, they're not, like, you can't take Cristiano Ronaldo and put him, um, an English Premier League. It's just he's a little too old. Um, he can still be a dominant player, uh, but he's he's prime is has been gone. So mm-hmm. why not make the money? That's how I feel. Same thing as Messi. Like you're you already did everything that you can do for in your professional career playing soccer. Mm-hmm. So now yeah, get an opportunity to make make money, have some fun, play in a lower division where you don't have to try as hard. Mm-hmm. Um, and then make a lot of money out of, money out of it, and have then being able to play out in the Middle East, where uh, for kings and queens and having a great time. I mean, think about it. the only player I'm disappointed of is like um, is Mbappe still playing in France. Um, mm. I would like to see Mbappe play um, in the Spanish league or the English Premier League just to see how he would compete in a higher level. Okay. Yeah, that's that's about it. Like Mbappe, but at the same time, he's already won the World Cup, captain for his team, been in the um, World Cup um, finals, uh, like back to back. Like what else? I don't know if he would be able to 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 let go. You know, <laughs> oh, well, I don't know PSG? if PSG is gonna let him go like that. Every time he tries, every time they talk about PSG, they offer him more money and they try to build a team around him. So. That's uh, it. I just, I just think he's a waste of talent at, in the um, yeah. in the French league. I think I think uh, uh, a D1 soccer league team need to build up enough money and then just buy him out. Yeah, you should. I, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Offer him a billion dollars to come play on D1 soccer league. Yeah, man. Money. That's it. Have him, have him come out here just like, you know, uh, the MLS did with, with Messi into Miami. Just the same yeah. way they did it. Yeah, just bring him out here, give him, offer him, I wish I had the money. Offer him ownership of the of the team. Of G-City? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> offer him ownership of G-City and then, you know, give him, give him full control of who ends up in the team. That's it. I think he would pass, but that's just my opinion. With enough money now, you don't know. With yeah, enough money, money, he might. He just might. Just might. You know what I mean? We just gotta. Ace just gotta. You know, build up some, some, some. Put, put all his savings together. You know, and just and give throw it, it out there and see what happens. Throw it out there. You know. You yeah. Can, you never know, that's, actually. Doesn't um, have to try. That would be kind of nice, though. Even though we weren't, I mean, obviously, it's it's getting a player like that to even um, to even step foot in the, in our in our stadium. Uh, that'd be kind of dope to get like um, retired players to come by. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I want. Yeah, I think I think you guys will be will, will be able to figure that out, and I, I can't wait for that to happen. Uh, yeah. I want to see 
I want to see some something major like that. It it doesn't even have to be as a player. It doesn't have to be, or as a you know on the field player. Like yeah. you said, it could just be a retired player making a an appearance or something like that. Like I I would love to see you guys both do yeah, something off like that. Well, thank you again. Any do you have anything else you want to talk about? Anything else you you want to put put us on and let us know about the 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 season coming up? Um, or even about the league in general. I think I think we covered pretty much everything. Uh, like I said, um, I think the uh, the year coming up is going to be our better year. We've gotten an early start. I can see the twenty twenty four year uh, season uh, being our best year. All right, definitely looking forward to. It. And uh, final question here, man. On a scale of one to ten, how happy are you? Uh, in regards of what? Just in general, you as a person, on the scale of one to ten, you know, currently in in this life with this year, on the scale of one to ten, how happy are you? One being the lowest, and ten being extremely happy. Um, I, I like I'm pretty chill, so I like to be like a, a six, I would say. So like I'm, six, yeah, I'm pretty flat. Okay, and I'm okay with that. All right. Probably the 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 lowest we've had, really. But you are definitely probably one of the chillest person we've had, <laughs> or, uh, or, or I've had on on this platform. But six, I mean, six is respectable. Sorry. Yeah, I like six that. is respectable. Like what I don't like, I don't like, I don't like lows and highs. I like a pretty steady, mm-hmm. um, like a steady going. That's that's what I said. Yeah, standard, basic. Yeah. All right. I respect that. All right, man. Well, thank you again, brother. Uh, I really appreciate this. I think we we've done a good job here in my podcast. This is you know what it's about. It's about really hearing the story from from the point of view of you know the people that are behind the scene, the people that otherwise wouldn't even be out front to tell these stories. Because most of the times people focus on some of the you know basic things and like you know how things work, blah, 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 like, you know, but no one really talk about, like, what were you doing? How were you feeling about that? And how did you yeah. transition? And, like, you know, no one really got to know you. No one really gets to know you as a person. Like, what's your story? You know what I mean? Like, what is this from your point of view? And and I really appreciate that you were able to, you know, bless us with your time and, you know, tell us about the, the, the league. You know, at this point, I've had Ace on the on on the platform, and and you know now having you on the platform, and you know this definitely would not be the last time. Uh, uh, you know, definitely looking forward to you know other episodes that we would be able to do. Maybe like in in between the season, when the season starts, maybe we'll do something else. Uh, hopefully at that point we'll uh, I'll have a a nicer setup where we could have a <laughs> a, a bigger a bigger situation with with you and and ace and we can sit down and really chop it up and uh really highlight some of the things that you're doing and hopefully this league can even you know go to connecticut go to new hampshire go to florida you know and and there's the opportunities are endless for you guys and you know big up to you guys shout out to you guys for continuing to put the work put the work in i know it's not easy (laughs) definitely not i I know it's not easy i can only imagine I tell Ace all the time, I'm like, I don't know how you wake up every day and you're like, 
promote, 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 promote. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know how you do it. He's like, Dude, I don't know either, man. I just, uh, it just happens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, man, thank you again. No, no, absolutely. Um, thank you again for having me.